0: In this episode, I'm going to be sharing my personal story, my journey, the insights, and the pieces of the puzzle that have painted a picture of where I am living today, and why I created the Unstoppable Leader Podcast. Thanks for joining, and I'm looking forward to hearing from you soon.
1: You are listening to the Unstoppable Leaders Podcast. The show dedicated to leaders who want to achieve more, do more, become more, and those that are looking for an unfair advantage in all that they do. Each episode will be an interview or a message to unleash the unstoppable leader within you and help you get a slight edge. Leaders are always growing, and this show will be your secret weapon to level up the next stage of your business and life. Your host, a performance excellence expert with LMI Canada, who works with leaders and organizations to realize more of their potential. I give you George Gamboa.
0: Thank you for joining in. For those who don't know me, I'm Jorge Gamboa, or George. And as a matter of fact, over the next few episodes, and if we ever interact in person, you will hear me refer to myself as either Jorge or George. So either one, that's me. Welcome to the Unstoppable Leader podcast, where our mission is to inspire, to motivate, and to elevate your potential and unleash the unstoppable leader within you. Along the way, we're going to have two types of episodes. One are going to be conversations with people that have achieved a certain level of success in their life, in their business, in their professional life. And we're going to learn learn from them insights, tips, techniques, ideas that have given them that slight edge, that little extra something that have helped them to be as successful as they are. And the other half of the episodes are going to be stories where I share insights, ideas, thought provoking ideas in order to motivate you to shake your foundation and help you unlock that unstoppable leader that we all have within us. Today, however, it's going to be a very special episode. I'm going to be sharing my story and how I came to this point to to launch the Unstoppable Leader podcast. Part of the story I'm going to be sharing is going to include some insights, and more than insights are The pieces of the puzzle that have come together, that have fallen into place, and they brought me to where I am today, doing what I do today, and why I'm so passionate uh, about what I'm doing. So this is going to be a personal episode. This is my story. So sit back, relax, enjoy it, and yeah, let's get started, right? I was born and raised in Mexico City. And while growing up as a child, I thought I had an average childhood. And it was only uh, in the last 10-15 years where some of my closest friends, including my wife, have mentioned that probably, just probably, I had Asperger's syndrome while growing up. But I was highly functional. Therefore, it was very difficult to diagnose it at the time. And there's a couple of things uh, why I'm sharing this, which is very personal and not many people know until now. Number one, uh, things that come natural to many people are foreign to me. I don't get it. It, It's difficult to grasp. And those are like uh, socializing, building relationships, having fun at birthday parties, uh, going to the park and just enjoying playing with other kids. So all those things were very difficult for me when I was growing up. It was, I just didn't get it. But the reason I'm sharing this is because there was a compensating control. And that compensating control was that I was having fascinating conversations between me, myself, and I. And those conversations have followed followed me throughout my life. And it's not like I'm going mental or anything like that. But those conversations have a very special purpose they allow me to analyze, to assess, to digest uh, my environment, the ideas, my experiences, what I go through, my behaviors, my actions. So in other words, there's a lot of introspective built in those conversations. So that's one piece of the puzzle. I'm very big on introspectives and assessing, analyzing, digesting what I go through. The second insight, coming out of these fascinating conversations between me, myself, and I, are that over time, over periods of time, I tend to identify patterns, uh, common behaviors, common uh, actions, things that are connected. Usually it's hard to see them, but that's my thing. I I like to identify patterns. I'm good at patterns in that sense. So that's the second piece of the puzzle. Now, let's fast forward to university. I'm studying the equivalent of computer science. Back then, it was called cybernetics and computer systems engineering in, in Mexico City. And I, I had a time of my life. As you can imagine, I was very good talking to computers. Technology was my friend in, in, in a way. So I had no problems, obviously, if I was studying computer science. And there were a couple of insights uh, through, it was a uh, five-year computer science degree. So there there were a couple of insights. Number one, I really enjoyed teaching, training, coaching, mentoring, helping others either in one-to-one situation or one-to-many. That's something I really enjoyed. And especially when I noticed that they changed the impact, the aha moment that uh, other people would experience when they got, or they finally got whatever it is we were talking about. And the second one is over the last three, four years of of the five degree uh, program, uh, I, I participated in different leadership committees and leadership positions within the university. So I really enjoyed that possibility, being in that position where I can influence and represent others to the benefit of, of, of everyone else, of everyone. So those leadership positions were very interesting. And here's the, the fascinating thing. Through these one-to-one and one-to-many mentoring, teaching, training type of things, and the leadership positions, I realized that some of the things that I experienced while I was growing up, where I had difficulty connecting with people, socializing and all those things uh, were not true anymore i was able to connect to have valuable conversations and funny thing well not funny interesting thing when i speak people listen uh, and that was a, a big aha uh-huh moment uh, at that time in, in in my career in my life so whenever they, i had a purpose a reason uh, an objective i was very good Working with other people interacting and getting things done with them and through them so those were very valuable insights that I learned throughout my uh, university years so I uh, uh, let's fast forward a little bit. I graduated I got a good job in Mexico City, but I wanted to move to to the states to or, or to Canada because I had that little thing inside my head. Uh, where I was searching for something more. I wanted more, I wanted to explore the world. I wanted to do other things beyond what I was used to. And one of those things was when I was reading the newspaper. And while reading the newspaper, I noticed an ad from some immigration lawyers from Canada that they were gonna be giving this seminar. So I decided to go check them out. And after an hour and a half or two hours, I drank their Kool-Aid. And we started working together. And three months later, I had a permanent resident visa to Canada. So in March 1998, I migrated to Toronto as a stranger in a strange land. And this is another interesting insight, another piece of the puzzle. When I had my goal, my idea that I wanted to move to the States or Canada, and things started to happen, I was open to the universe to listen for opportunities. When I saw it, I seized it. I moved to Toronto, a stranger in a strange land, completely out of my comfort zone. I didn't know anybody. I didn't know anything about Toronto, first time here. And it was a fascinating period of my time. Again, a lot of personal growth, a lot of new experiences and new step-up, and sink or swim type of situations. So that was in 98. So let's forward to the 2000s. Uh, I was married. I had a, a decent job in uh, one of the top insurance companies in, in Canada. Uh, I was. I just had a baby girl. My oldest daughter was born. And I had this situation. Which way to go? Do I continue working on, on technology? Uh, in the, in the aspect of developing programming, solution architecture, that type of thing, or do I move into project management and managing people, coordinating people? So I was in that dilemma, because at the time it was very difficult for me to switch between one and the other. When I'm in the zone coding, developing, it was extremely difficult to switch my brain and start talking to other people, have conversations with management or with other peers. And likewise, once I was having a conversation with someone, it was very difficult uh, to switch back to, to coding and working efficiently in, in the, whatever program I was building. Uh, we were in a period of acquisitions, a lot of opportunities to manage projects and teams. So I sold my soul to the devil and moved into project management. We fast forward. And I was systems director in that company. I was leading one of the most significant and the highest strategic initiative at the time for four or five years, running both operations and projects, building high performance team, interacting with executives, uh, you name it. I, I was representing IT and the buck stops with me. So if everything was wrong, every time we had problems, I was the 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 person to make sure that they got resolved and addressed. I had a high tolerance of ambiguity and certainty. Anyway, I was having the time of my life uh, running this crazy uh, program, but other areas in my life were not as good. I was having some challenges in other areas, right? Uh, and along the way, I did my, my MBA at, at Schulich School of Business, which was a very, very good thing. To Everything comes to an end that my my journey in that insurance company stopped and I was very excited for opportunities for what's next. So I joined another insurance company uh, as a program director to run uh, one of their strategic initiatives at at the time, uh, working with a lot of the senior executives of the company and putting together the business case to get it rolling and start running the first face of the program fascinating stuff again i was having the time of my life and my personal life was a little messy but anyway that's the way it was at that point uh, circumstances changed a lot of things changed in the company and uh, i wasn't then looking for what what I, what was i going to be doing next so i decided to go into contracting where i would work for periods of time 6 months 1 year 2 years with different companies doing the same thing, building teams and helping them perform better, delivering value faster and consistently. And I was being contracted as either program manager or with the new way of working, Agile coach, Scrum master or Agile coach, right? And along the way, there were, I identified three things that make a person successful. In whatever environment number one is know-how if you know if you have the knowledge uh, uh, to in your subject matter expertise you have the knowledge the information to do your job right number two is I wouldn't say the environment although that matters but it's the the method of operation the the framework the 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 way you work in the as an individual as in a team in in the latter, in the last few days, few years, uh, agile has been very popular. A lot of companies are adopting agile as a way to to do that, right? And that's the, that's the number two thing. And the third one is what everyone brings from the perspective of attitudes, behaviors, discipline, grit, responsibility, those personality dimensions, personality traits are what set people apart. I saw many times people that had extreme knowledge of some area of expertise, they were working on a good environment, and some would excel while others would struggle. And the difference was at the personal level. And we'll talk more about it in in future episodes. So that was going on. And after multiple years of working with many different companies, from startups and small ones to large multinational companies, uh, one of my contracts ended, and all of a sudden I I was facing the dilemma of, what do I want to do with my life? Where do I want to go next? Because, yeah, working as an agile coach, I do create an impact on a team or teams in a company. But I was looking for something more, something bigger. I was still searching for something, right? And I didn't know if going back to corporate as a full-time employee and, and moving up the ladder was on my future. As I had experience working with some startups and small companies and fell in love with all the dynamics uh, in, in that universe. Contracting. Although I was having fun uh, making an impact and I was really good at it, it wasn't fulfilling me anymore. There was something else that I was looking for. So at that point, I was searching again, looking for options. And that's when I learned about LMI. I got introduced to it. Uh, I understood uh, and started getting familiar with the philosophy of Paul J. Meyer. And that's when. A lot of the pieces of the puzzle came coming together, started to, to put this picture of, uh, of where I am today. And I found fascinating how the philosophy of LMI addresses that third area that I described earlier, the personality, the, the personal challenges that one has to overcome to be more uh, productive, to be more efficient, to, to grow up and seize the opportunities. And, and that's where you get that slight edge that, that will give you the advantage to unlock your potential, right? And as a consequence, I got immersed into Paul J. Meyer's philosophy, LMI's programs. I kept learning a lot about myself and the impact that we were producing at the individual level in different companies. But here's the thing. Uh, that impo- impact duplicates. It cascades. When, when we have a company and, and one person, three people, participate in one of these programs, you you can see the change in, in the way they behave, in the way they operate over a, a few months. But once as they are doing that, it is inevitable that they will start radiating those same behaviors with the people that surrounding them, and slowly but surely, It started with one, with three. Now you have five, eight, nine people that are behaving at a better level, performing at a better level, at a higher level. And that continues to cascade. And that is changing the culture in the company. That's where we are making an impact, not only in people, but in organizations. And man, that was a a blown away moment. And I connected with that uh, process, with that philosophy, with that results that we are producing, and that's why I'm waking up every day at 4.45 in the morning, super excited of the possibilities. Now, as we continue and I continue on this path, I realize that uh, there are many people that have reached levels of success in their life, and I'm looking for ways to, to, to get their insights, to share what they learned. Because at some point in time, there may be others that can uh, 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 resonate, that those insights can resonate with them, right? And help them out. Ordinary people that have achieved good levels of success. And that's what I think it's an unstoppable leader. And that's how this podcast came to be, the unstoppable leader. And I think a successful professional who wants to get the most out of all areas of life, That's what an unstoppable leader is. It's someone who is not afraid to dream and take action. It's someone who wants to achieve more, to do more, and to become more. And in order to do that, an unstoppable leader knows the value of continued personal development, continue learning about yourself, and expanding your, your, your horizons, and continue learning, right? An unstoppable leader is always looking forward and leverages goal setting to move the needle in all areas of life. And basically, just to wrap it up, once again, our, uh, our objective, our our mission in this podcast is to inspire, to motivate, and to elevate your potential and unleash the unstoppable leader within you. I just want to leave you with one last quote. As an unstoppable leader, achieving your goals is inevitable. Once again, thanks for joining in this episode. I'm looking forward to uh, reading your comments and uh, hearing you uh, from you in, in future episodes. Let me know, I'm always open to chat ideas and exchange thoughts. So um, this is really exciting, uh, I love it. Welcome on board and welcome to Unstoppable Leaders where achieving your goals is inevitable.
1: I hope you enjoyed that episode today on the Unstoppable Leaders podcast. Make sure to hit subscribe on whichever platform you are listening to this. If this episode made you think of someone, go ahead, take a screenshot and share this exact episode with them. You can also grab a copy of our framework for increased productivity for leaders. It's called The Five Elements, Foundations of Success. And you can get it for free at lmiadvantage.com forward slash elements. Inside the framework, you will find five elements on which to build the foundation to consistently move the needle every day, every week to achieve more, do more and become more. Once again, it's lmiadvantage.com forward slash elements. Let this be a reminder for you to be unstoppable in business and life. See you next time!